Hey everybody, Michael here. If you have not gotten enough of my friend Candace Owens by reading Cardi B's Twitter page, then you are going to want to stick around. I sat down with Candace uh, just a few days ago. Uh, we chatted about all things relevant to, <laughs> to her life, to our culture, ranging from our system of government and our politics all the way to Meghan Markle, who I suspect is probably going to uh, try to take over our system of, <laughs> of politics at some point. Uh, so go uh, check it out. We've got a fun interview with Candace. And also after that, be sure to check out the first episode of The Candace Show over at The Daily Wire. I am joined now by my friend, Candace Owens. Candace, I can't help but notice you are a woman. You're black. Woman you, of color. A, well, I'm sorry, woman of color. Thank you. you are famous. You are American. You married a Brit. And yet, you turned out great. What was your secret and where did Meghan Markle go wrong? Meghan Markle went wrong a lot of ways. Uh, first and foremost, she is a Hollywood leftist. That's all mm. you need to know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And this story, this whole, everyone was like, you know, why did you get into this? Like, why is this get, you know, really get under your skin? Because I married an Englishman. You know, my husband's father was in the House of Lords, yeah. and it is was... That, that's like uh, like being a mechanic or something? I don't know. Is that like a, <laughs> uh, an electrician shop somewhere yeah, exactly, in the UK? Right? Okay, yeah. Um, and so it was definitely a learning curve for me, even when I met my husband, going to England, and there's just like different sets of rules. Their society yeah. is very traditional. Right. And I was just... I loved it. You know, I loved stepping into someone's culture and not trying to change it. And this is this thing about the left that drives me crazy is that they just have no appreciation for tradition. They have no appreciation for history. It's why they think that everything between Los Angeles and New York needs to be, is backwards. Right. Right. And, the flyover. and, and yeah. yeah, the flyover. Right. Yeah. It needs a makeover. Um, and for her to just do that, to go to this country with all of their traditions and the queen, of course, being so significant, the meaning of her of just to, to have been sitting on the throne for that long and having uh, with decades. dignity, with, with dignity. race. Yes, right. and she has seen the country through so much. And to do what they did, just cheapen that and say, well, it's racism. This is the reason we had to leave. It's racism. Meghan Markle, look black to you. Did anybody look at her and say, oh, Harry's dating a black woman? My mother, seriously, my Sicilian mother was much darker than Meghan Markle. Yeah. You, would, you would have no idea. She has that thing in Hollywood, they call it ethnically ambiguous, right. where you can play sort of any right. role. She could have played an Indian woman right. in films. She could have said that she, she could have said she was mixed race. I would have bought that. She could have definitely said she was Italian. Yeah. She has freckles. You know, I, I, you could have just think that, you know, it's completely obscure. And yet she, she's like, you know, I'm less than 25% black, but I've realized that because I'm getting bad press, I can say the bad press is because I'm less than 25% black. Because you, there is this purity test. Every time they write a hit piece, they say, well, is there any black in this person? Well, that's the reason we're going we're gonna to write a horrible piece about them. And especially being me, because I have a public profile, and as you know, they have written... So many bad really things nice about me. Things, really nice things. Time. Like that time they accused me of a mosque, mosque That's shooting right. in New Zealand. That's right. I've never even been to New Zealand. Yeah. I don't even write about mosques or Muslims or anything, but they were like, Candace did this. I woke up, worldwide news. I had people in France, like in China, and yeah. people were asking me for comments everywhere. And I don't think I have ever once said this bad press is because I'm black. So it's yeah. just, it's such a, 
there's a cowardice. Well, it's to just, it. And it's such an excuse. I said there was a great headline in the Babylon Bee said, Meghan Markle inspires millions of girls by showing that no matter how rich, beautiful, and famous you are, you too can be oppressed. Right. You know, she's and, oppressed. And she's sitting yes. across from Oprah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's, they've been living in a, a, actually, I think at some point they were at Tyler Perry's $100 million home somewhere, flying on his planes. And you really want me to buy that you were chased out of the country because I guess yeah. you were less than 25% black. And then the, the richest part of the story is them claiming that Archie wasn't given a title because he was black. Has anyone seen a picture of Archie? You're and I right. say this seriously, if you believe that Archie suffered anti-black racism, then I'm a Nigerian prince and I just need your credit card details. <laughs> and uh, you're gonna see right. Just look at a picture, right? <laughs> Stranded look. Island. This, you know, I'm so glad to hear this is your take on this because I have to say I was a little frustrated. I understood it, but I was frustrated with the conservative reaction to this, which is, who cares about the royal family? Right. I stopped caring about them in 1776. To me, that argument falls flat because th the royal family represents this long conservative tradition right. in the United Kingdom. And to me, I think the reason the Meghan Markle story has really got you excited, kind of excited a lot of us, is because it's this awful sort of modern millennial idea that Everything in the past is bad right. and wicked and racist is the word for that. Mm -hmm. And I, no matter what privileges I have, we all are so privileged, I am actually a victim and you all need to feel bad for me. And the minute that I can't do exactly what I want to do, this woman chose to marry into the royal family. It's not like it was a blind date. Right. It's not like on the third date, Harry said, oh, you know, darling, I have, I have something I have to tell you. <laughs> I haven't told you about my job yet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she didn't, it's not as though she thought his first name were Prince, you right. know, like a musician, right? <laughs> they, she knows who he is. And she chose to do this. Oh, well, you know what's up? She said she never Googled him. <laughs> no, no, they got, when he got down on one knee, that's when that's she was right. like, oh my gosh, he's a prince. And wow. she found out it was Princess Diana's. And even that is so absurd. Michael, I Google everyone. Yeah. Forget, I'll, I'll get in the car with an Uber driver and I'll be like, what's your name? Just check this background here, make sure things are quick, okay. Uh, You're gonna tell me you went on a date and you didn't Google, you didn't right. LinkedIn profile. This is what we do. Like, yeah. and, this is, and especially her, who a big piece of the story that's missing, she went to the UK with the intention of marrying up. She yeah. had a PR person who wrote an entire piece. She hired a public relations firm to try to get, um, to start dating a football player. So that was her thing. She was like, okay, they found a football player. She, she was really trying to get a date with them. She really overperformed here, yeah. Right, exactly. And she landed on a prince. And you know, Piers Morgan, who I really can't stand, but he talks about how he reached out to her and she kept saying she wanted to get involved in the circles because it just wasn't working for her in America. It wasn't working for her in Canada. So she was like, okay, let me try, let me try England. But she had no idea who Prince Harry or Prince William or Kate Middleton, she just missed that whole thing. Right, of course. Um, she just wow. was there. What are the odds? Yeah. What are the odds? Did you see what she described herself as? Because we should talk about that. Well, I didn't watch the interview, but she said she felt like the Little Mermaid who fell in love with a prince and lost her voice. If only. I know. Right? If only. Right. I mean, felt, <laughs> just try to think of this a straight face like she did. Let me try. I felt like, you know, the Little Mermaid <laughs> who went over and found a prince and fell in love and lost my voice. It's just as believable <laughs> as, you, as you say this on air, of course. And yeah. did you, uh, my favorite part, as she's saying these sorts of things, uh, occasionally Harry would try to say, uh, well, you notice she says, shh, get out of here, Harry, stop it. <laughs> Don't listen to it, listen to, camera on me, folks. Oh, she's so unbearable. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the fact that a lot of conservatives were so dismissive. I hate that because, you know, we so often talk about how the left is ignorant, yeah. right? To not try to understand what it is about the royals that is so significant. It is Bingo. not just like, yeah. 
oh, all praise them because they're kings and queens and princesses. It really isn't about that. What they represent yeah. um, is is history, mm-hmm. right? And that is what they love about them is that these people, they never issue political statements. They don't just go where the wind blows. And there is something about Americans, even the conservative Americans, that we have this strand of progressivism because, listen, look, our country was built on that, right? We were built on kind of tearing down traditions. And sometimes, yes, Traditions need to be torn down. Um, but where we're at today, where you have no appreciation for anything, yeah. and that is why hashtag abolish, you know, which they're so dumb, they're like abolish the monarchy as if the monarchy has any power anymore. But, right. um, and they, and actually abolish the royal family is where we're at because they just want everything torn down, newer, faster, and they want the world to look like whatever Hollywood um, singers and actresses think that it ought to look well, th- like. Well, this was it. it it's sort of... This woman seemed that she wanted to play a Disney princess more than she wanted to be an actual princess. And and how true is that of so much of our society? You know, Edmund Burke, the great conservative philosopher, his big distinction between the American Revolution and the French Revolution was that the American Revolution was kind of conservative. It didn't destroy everything, right? Whereas the French Revolution really did destroy everything. And so there there was always this sense in America that we want to really... We want to be the real thing, you know. Right. We, there is a there is a kind of tradition here, and uh, we didn't we didn't want to become this really shallow, abstracted culture that unfortunately it seems like we're becoming. Right. And, and you know, the, you hear so often from conservatives, we need to take back the culture. We need to fight back in the culture. Well, you know, in order to do that, we're going to need to get really serious, and we're not. We're going to have to start saying like, no. Right. Don't do that. That's mm-hmm. a that is a bad thing. To, you know, we need to defend an older set of standards. Right. I think too often um, we meet people in the middle, and, and and it's such an easy game. But there's wait, there's actually an expression that you used to talk about when it, what is the Overton theory, right? Yeah, Where, the Overton window. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly what the left is doing. It's brilliant, right? They're just they say something so extreme. Like yeah. here, here we are, and and they say something so extreme that they're like. Men can give birth. Yeah. I'm like, no, they can't. No, they can't. But eventually, we say, okay, please don't say that. We'll meet you halfway. We, and you now know, we're inching closer to where they are. You know how we do this? We <laughs> always we always say, look, men men can't give birth, right? Men are not women. But then we start edging in this way when we'll start saying, so and so is a biological male. Right. And it's like, no, it's a he's man. Just, he's just a man. He's just he's, a man. He's, he's not just like a man. he's not like a psychological woman, but a bi- it's just right. it's just one thing. But right. We, because we start to be conciliatory. Guess what? You look up ten years later, and you're way. That's far exactly, down and that's line. what's happened. That's yeah. literally what's happened, especially in this last decade, is that we just keep meeting them halfway. But the halfway is also it, it's always moving towards their ridiculously far left point. And right. I think that there needs to be more. People say to me, "Oh, Candace, you're so far right." I'm like, actually, I'm just right, right? I'm just <laughs> right. right. I'm actually almost in the middle. Yes. Because you guys have gone so crazy. Ten and, years and, ago, and, you would have been considered normal. a centrist, a, a centrist, norm, a, a normal, normal person, human right. being. Like you know, when we accepted that men and women were men and women, and now you're actually being called a bigot. I mean, yesterday, yeah. International Women's Day, the ACLU tweets about uh, saying, you know, trans women are women. On International Women's Day, you said <laughs> men are women. That's the what pa- That's the what patriarchy strikes back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. tra- trans woman it means man, right? This is a different word for man. So you just tweeted out, and in order to celebrate women, let me tell you how much men you, can be women. You know, though, you're, you're being modest here. And this is actually something I'm very excited for about your show, Candace, <laughs> right, which is launching, is that you, right, you're just saying sort of normal things. <laughs> I don't, and I don't think anything you're saying is extreme. But most people do not have the cojones to do it. Right. Talking about men and women, right. most people don't have the guts to do it. And you, I, I don't know what it is, because we've been friends for years. You know, I, I remember you back in the in the old-timey days on YouTube, and 
you, more than just about anybody, have been able to withstand this onslaught from the left and throw it back in their face and not let them cancel you. And right. it's really, uh, I, I don't know how, you, how you've done it. I just hope that I show people that there's no consequence, you know, for telling the truth. And, and you just, just say it. Say it again, say it again, say it again. They can only cancel you so many times, right? Once they went to, once I there. survived, like, being accused of a mosque shooting in New right. Zealand, I was like, okay, well, where do we go from here? What else are you going to accuse me of right. here, right? right? That's a great point. Um, and so I think that I've just bounced back and I've been unapologetic, which is the most important thing. Hmm. Don't say sorry. Don't say sorry because yeah. you, once you start saying sorry to the left, you will never stop saying sorry to the left, right? Because it's not about them needing an apology. They need, they want pure capitulation. They yeah. want to make sure you capitulate to everything they say. What they're seeking actually is their own kind of monarchy, right? Yeah. Like they're they're yeah. seeking to rule over you, your right. opinions, your right. ideas. And their established and church. Exactly. They're, they're that is their established church. They they seek for you to be their peasants. And the second you say sorry, you become that. Well, this so is I just say, don't say sorry. Speaking of the church, I mean, this is something I've really struggled with. I think you're completely right. But look, as a Christian, I, I want to apologize when I feel I've done something wrong. I have no problem doing that to, oh, miserable sinner that I am. I, I really don't mind it. Except I know that's not really what it is. Yeah, that's not. not, when you apologize to the left, it's not, first of all, they're not seeking that in good mm -mm. faith. It's beating a dog into submission. Yes, you know that, is, I mean? that is what it is. Yeah. It's sort of, uh, it's unfortunate because I'd, I'd love to be in a society where I say, oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because I did an interview the other day and they said to me, sort of in preparation for the show, like, is there anything that you look back on in the past that, you, that you're sorry for, like things that you've tweeted and things of that nature? And I said, no. And I said, because Love I want to give permission to people that are following me to know that you're allowed to change your mind. Yeah. I was, remember this thing where we used to mm. grow up? Like, you know, a long time ago, I used to think Barbies were the coolest thing. And then all, all day, society should be run by us playing Barbies in the room. That was Candace at four years old. Right. Am I allowed to evolve from that position without apologizing for my past? Well, I love it. You know, <laughs> people throw this at you a lot. They'll say, you used to be left wing, but now you're conservative. Yeah. Ha ha, I got you. Yeah. I, I got a couple of brain cells. I opened a book. You know what I mean? I opened a book and I'm like, it's it's just so ridiculous. And right. what what is so alarming about that sort of a culture, like forget us, like we're adults, we're old, we have kids now, right? Yeah, you we're and old, I, man. We're old people I'm now. Getting, I'm trying to get fat too. But think I about wanna, I'm already kids. old, but I want to be old and fat. Think about kids, how hard it is to be a kid today yeah. when you are being told that if you make a mistake, you're done, you're over, you're canceled. You know, you say one wrong thing. When I was a kid, we didn't have yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, so I could just be a crappy human being for one day and say horrible things and then the next day be like, oh, you know, that didn't feel too good. I'm going to be someone different today. And I was allowed to grow. That's what growing up is. You learn because you do things wrong. Even toddlers, they're violent toddlers. They're throwing things down. You know what I mean? <laughs> violent are. human beings. They think through things and they just, they choose violence every day, toddlers, right? Even my cute little newborn, yeah. you know, he, he'll throw punches at same, me. Same, yeah, know? same and thing. I and it's think, like now the left yeah. is like, you are exactly who you are when you are two is when you are four. Candace, when Candace, three years ago in politics, I've pretty much grown up politically, publicly, right. you know, has to, you know, make apologies or make amends. No, if I said it then, I meant it then. But if yeah. I've transformed my opinion, here's why. This is what it looks All like better, to grow right? up. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The, you, you know, if if I had social media when I was <laughs> 11 or 12. Canceled. Could you? Yeah. Could you imagine? Because and the that, show that right stuff now. is there forever. <laughs> but I love it because it takes a lot of gumption to be able to say, yeah, oh, I thought this thing a few years ago. Yeah. yeah and now guess what? I've matured, I've right. educated myself. Maybe that's something we can all do as a culture as well. You know, right. one great way people can do that? 
tuning into Candace on the <laughs> Daily Wire. I can't wait. It's going to be fabulous. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'll be show. issuing tons of non-apologies when I people are wait. offended. I will the next day. I mean, even seeing that tail in between the legs, copy and pasted apology that so many people do. Like, yeah. you know, like they say one thing and then it's suddenly like the next day on their show, they're like, you know, you know, I want to apologize for some things that I said that made perfect sense, but I, see, I hear you that you're offended, so therefore <laughs> yeah. uh, we're all growing. And it's just like, Never shut up. It. Just say, I'm sorry you were offended. Yeah. And you know, there, maybe there, don't watch my show. There have been a few times that there, where there's been a lot of pressure to give the apology, and I think there's an old Sicilian expression, just a little yeah. sort of flick <laughs> underneath your chin. That's what I think about it. Yeah. Uh, my dear, I can't wait for the show to start. Everybody's got to tune in and watch it. Candace on The Daily Wire. I will be eagerly watching it just from right across the way. And I'll, I'll see you around the uh, office water cooler. <laughs> Love it. Ta-da!